Hey, this is Mariela from The Functional Company. So, to snack or not to snack? That is the question. What do you think the answer is? Do you think it's a good idea to snack in between meals? Or do you think it's a good idea to avoid snacks in between meals? There are two recommendations. I mean, some people say definitely you should snack in between meals. And other people say absolutely not. And I'm going to tell you why I think that it's best not to snack in between meals. And really, I think that if, you got an, if you've gotten up to this point and you understood the role of insulin in the body, that is the main reason why snacking in between meals is not optimal. So one of the reasons why we've been told to snack in between meals is because our blood sugar is messed up. It's, it's, it's too high, too low, and so then we get cravings and our blood sugar drops. And they're saying, you know what, eat every three hours, and that way you won't uh, you're, have huge drops in blood sugar. But a better thing, that the, the one thing that happens is if you're eating something, if you're putting something in your mouth, in, uh, like a snack or any kind of meal, every three hours or so, then you're also stimulating insulin every three hours. So that's a lot of insulin present in your blood. It's going to make it a lot more difficult for you to access the fatty tissue for energy. So you might do something on the short term and get results. If you, let's say you're eating terribly or somebody that you know was just eating terribly. And then they go from eating terribly, terribly, terribly to then just doing like small meals uh, and then eating every three hours. Well, if you did that, I mean, I think that's a step in the positive direction. It all depends on what you compare it to right? So if you are doing that, then yes, that's a, that's a much better deal than what you were doing before. However, when you're looking at it from my viewpoint, what we're doing now is we're really having to get blood sugar under control. We want to train ourselves to burn fat for energy. We want to keep insulin levels out of our blood. We don't want to keep stimulating insulin because it's going to create more cravings, more storage of fat, more problems with blood sugar, right? So since we know we want to do that, then we know that it's better to just avoid stimulating insulin so much. The first thing to do, even before you get into the whole fasting deal, is that you could just simply avoid, like skip your your snacks and just eat the three times a day, right? Three times a day, that's the first step. And then the second step you could do is do the 12 hours of fasting. So where you're doing eating three times a day and then you're making sure you're not going to snack at night after dinner. Then you're going to do the 12 hours where you're not eating from 8 p.m. to 8 a.m. Then you can have breakfast and then you just make sure to have three meals a day, right? That'd be the first place to start before you kind of get into uh, deeper levels of intermittent fasting and, and like longer periods of fasting, right? But right now, the main thing I want to mention is just that, like the reason why I, I don't think personally it's the best idea to be snacking in between meals is because we're stimulating insulin way too frequently throughout the day. That's going to cause more disruption in blood sugar, more presence of insulin, difficulty burning fat for fuel, drops in energy, uh, higher cravings, etc. Right? And the thing is, you just you want to make sure that you're having enough food in your meals. If you have a tiny, tiny, tiny breakfast, and then you have a, like a ton of activity or something like that, or you're just going a really long time without food. Uh, but you're not getting your blood sugar under control. By the time you hit lunch, you are starving. And if you're starving, now you're just like, oh my gosh, I want carbs again. So remember, you want to eat enough. Eat a good breakfast. And then a uh, good protein breakfast. Have some fat there. Make sure not to overdo the carbs. 
then that should take you all the way to lunch and then you eat, have a really good lunch plenty of veggies some protein some fat and then that should take you all the way to dinner and then you have a good dinner and then you make sure not to snack at night uh, and then over the course of a, a week of doing this you're going to bring down your insulin levels you're going to be controlling your blood sugar a lot and at the beginning it's a little bit tough for some people because if you've had a lot of cravings it's like you'll start it and you're like yes i'm going to do this and then after a day you're like oh my god the cravings are so bad but if you if you realize what's happening this is what's going to help you just get through that it's a short period of time that you have to withstand these cravings and remember if you're hydrating drinking plenty of waters making sure to take minerals from a green powder or a supplement and you're eating plenty of food during your meal times you should be able to get through that faster you know just make sure you do as best as you can in terms of planning having your fridge stocked with good foods avoiding the pantry being stocked with uh bad foods or craving really high carb foods because when that when the cravings hit you don't want to be have something right at at arm's reach right you don't want to have something right available for you you make it very difficult for you to get go get this snack this high carb snack right and the other thing i should say is that there are things that you can do like there are uh keto for example uh keto uh like desserts and things that you could apply from time to time just in case if you do have a little bit of that sweet tooth during this first period where you're you might have a little bit of cravings you can do that but you're going to have it with alternative sweeteners like uh like stevia or xylitol erythritol uh these different kinds of sugars so i'll get into that in another episode in terms of like what alternatives you can use to get yourself through these cravings but there are if you just look up like keto desserts you'll find a lot of things that are very low carb have some fat in them a little bit of protein and that's going to help you uh in terms of like that little bit of extra sweet tooth that you have just for a little bit of time but remember main thing is you want to avoid these snacks uh like in between your meals you can have that like that keto dessert or whatever as part of your meal and it's only at the beginning right you're not going to just like be dependent on these keto snacks or keto uh meals right but sometimes you might need an option uh for a snack because you're going to be on the road for a while and you just won't have time to sit down and have a full meal and it's just going to get you through longer those might be the only times where you might apply a snack and so we'll have some snack ideas but in general right as a general rule for your day to day where you're just going to work and you're coming back or just like your regular day to day eating 6 7 times a day just like snacking all day long and just having things at arm's reach remember that you're stimulating insulin all day long and that is not a good thing on the long term because it's going to mess up our blood sugar it's not going to allow us to access our, our fatty tissue for energy it's just going to cause these highs and lows in mood swings energy etc and it's not what we're looking for so that's my viewpoint my personal viewpoint you got to make up your own mind about it i just want to share that that viewpoint on on snacking so you can think with it uh, as you go through in terms of controlling your blood sugar all right thanks so much for tuning in i will see you on the flip side